All right, everybody, welcome back to another wonderful episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. And guess who we've got back on the hot mic? It's Mr. Moped! are you my friend hi hello hello i'm i'm fine so far let's see how it is after after this uh, let's episode. see <laughs> let's see how it is if this episode is that bad you're never going to come back on again <laughs> <laughs> dude it's let's been see like how it is. we did one episode earlier this year but since then it's it's already been another huge break and i'm i don't know if i can if i can take you for like 45 minutes plus we have to see that or if you if you still you still can do it with me for that long i was looking back on our list here of the most recent um episode it was february 23rd was the last one i have and now it's may could have been worse. somewhere in may <laughs> um yeah february march april May. yeah but you know somewhere around i think maybe that's our average as long as you're as long as you are this busy and as long as we can't get our schedules to match. But hey, you're on the show and that's what matters most. <laughs> I love to be back and I'm, I don't want to make, make promises I can keep, but I, um, as it looks now, I'm, I'm trying to do my best to get on more on a regular basis again. Because I missed you, but nice, I really, really missed you. Dude, I missed you and this show missed you. Like just having you, having a nice balance on the, on the uh, program, it goes it goes a long way, and you know you can feel when the energy is a little different after some time. But, dude, so uh, you know you we we saw each other recently. We caught up a little bit, but I, I would love to sort of rehash a few a few things about what's been going on since since February. Like, uh, I think last time you mentioned you're you're doing some work, uh, yeah, on some new podcasts, and you know, what what's going on in Mo's world? <laughs> a lot of, a lot of craziness. No. Um... Yeah, like I I know you you love to to spread that narrative that I'm uh, always always super busy and in fact for the past few months I actually have been and yeah for Bayerischer Rundfunk I've been uh, working on a podcast which started end of March and now just today we recorded the sixth episode it's um, that is random because I as you know and probably some of the few listeners that are that are already here for a long time to this uh, winter sports podcast. And this with Bayerischer Rundfunk now is also, also around a famous winter sports person, namely Felix Neureuther, um, famous German skier, or used to be now he's a TV expert and does documentaries, etc. And yeah, that's fun, but it's also a lot of work. And what are you doing? Are you producing it or recording it or mixing it, editing everything? Basically, I'm uh, doing. <laughs> I'm the I'm the I'm the editor, and I, I I plan what what's going to happen there. But I also do the post production and um, requests for for guests, etc. Like the all around package. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mobat's been known since high school, ladies. The all around <laughs> package. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a Ken like, doll when you strip do off you know, the jeans a round package since you since you <laughs> since you left to or since it's uh, part of your b- 
business, I, I would all, uh, also say by now to to look at funny uh, German terms and exp expressions. Do you know the term Mädchen für alles? Uh, no, please explain. That's kind of what, what I do. Um, it's like, yeah, a person who has to take care basically of everything around a, a project. So it, it, it uh, word by word translation is girl for everything, which sounds a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like an all around package. <laughs> a girl for everything. That's funny. I'm, I'm, that's one of those old school expressions, I'm sure, that just kind of stuck the landing somehow after all this time. What was the one we were talking about when we when we met a few days ago? Ah, Galgenhumor. That's also oh, a yeah, great German right. expression. I forgot to, I don't know if I wrote that one down. Say it, say it again. Galgenhumor. Galgenhumor. And that's like, what was the, something humor? Like gallows humor. Gallo, that's right. Yeah, gallo humor. Right, I forgot about that. That can, <laughs> that can be like the title of the show, if I remember that. Um, yeah, man. But I mean, you know, it's. Uh, I like how you phrased it as, um, would you call it like, per, no, how did you phrase it? You said um, something so journalistically like, Prop propagating a narrative or something like that about you being busy. But I mean, it's true because uh, as far as I can remember back, even from last year, I feel like a lot of people in, in our different, similar, but different industries got more work somehow because of the pandemic. Like it, we started doing our show once a week at the, at the very, very heat of it. And then, you know, we couldn't even make a single month or two months or six months work. Mm -hmm. for a while that you know that's only been like two years or something since that and so it's interesting how how much has been going on but i remember we talked about you know where you see yourself and how you imagine you know your career growing and changing and you know i know that things change all the time and you might not feel the same way in, in a few weeks or whatever but you know where do you imagine who knows you know how do you imagine now uh like what you what you want to do what you might want to shift over to or, or keep the same um, I'm at a point where I, um, and there's a there's a lot of different reasons for that, um, and nothing, yeah, like there's nothing tragic or anything. But I, I want to do, or I, that sounds a bit drastic, but I I feel like I I need to get out of sports journalism at least a little bit, <laughs> mm -hmm. or n not do a hundred percent of um, covering covering sports, just because there are so many other um, yeah like topics and what do you call journalistic genres that i'm uh, interested in and would love to do yeah and i wanna if that's possible i mean i also have to see what what opportunities there there are i'm looking at some things right now um some more yeah rather some some long-term things or or deeper researches etc than the kind of in america i think you call it beat writer um scenario that i'm working in in right now what, what's a beat uh, what a beat, what's a beat writer um not like a beat poet not like a kerouac or something like a beatnik um no 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 i i, I probably i probably got that wrong because i think a beat writer is probably just a writer on a specific topic that they're, they're an expert in but I, I think oh. you're looking. I think you're looking for the word wife beater. 
<lacht> that's, that's, that's what I want to become. <lacht> Mädchen für alles, Wife Beater. <lacht> Mädchen für alles, Wife Beater. And only wearing Wife Beaters. Yeah, um, exactly. <lacht> um, If there's one thing Mobat will be known as, as he... <lacht> Now, I, I only knew this term from this kind of American uh, sports journalism, and I, I always got it like, you're, you're always... In a term like it doesn't have to ne uh, necessarily be television, but covering live sports, maybe yeah. on scene or from the news desk, and like run after things that are happening live and, and covering that. And I feel like I I really want to go, yeah, deeper into stories than uh, than just. And I don't want to like this is still a something something nice, and I don't want to discredit the, this kind of job. Right. I feel no, like you're not doing that. I I could, yeah. That I'd that I'd rather go deeper into stories, do longer researches, yeah. probably work on on longer pieces than um yeah this kind of let's call it Less like he headline headline journalism. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and that's totally normal too. You've been in you've been in this business. I mean, you're still super young, but to have been in this business um or this field as long as you have it's normal to also want to branch out and maybe you know as the british say stick your fingers in different pies because i hate <laughs> that expression so much did they really say that they're like if someone's like a jack of all trades they'll say like he's got his fingers in many pies <laughs> i can't stand that but i it, it kind of works i guess just like i don't know sticking your toes in different jellos or whatever just um, is that the american expression No, <laughs> but it is now. It is now. Oh man, but that's cool. I like that. I but like it the sounds idea like it sounds like something that you could that could be like a a YouTube genre, like some I don't know, um, U.S. YouTuber that does exactly this that stick like his a, toes into Jello, like a Mr. Beast type is like, how many Jellos can you stick your toes into for ten thousand dollars? Oh my God. Dude, I have, I have, there's so many crazy things that have been going on in the last, uh, like, two or three months. Um, I mean, first off, we, you know, last time we saw each other, we talked a little bit about just the trip uh, back home to America. And I talked a little bit last week on here about the, the changes that have been going on with my social media and stuff because of this, this character that I made, this German guy. Um, but I haven't even really had a chance to tell you all the different work that's, poten well, potentially coming in because of that. Um, like I mentioned briefly in the last episode that I, I don't want to jinx it. And I, I don't think I should really say too much because, you know, these things all the time fall through or can cancel any second. But, um, like this guy approached me about, you know, maybe developing, um, maybe like a TV show based around some, some comedy that I did online, which is really like a dream, like such an amazing, um, just idea at all that he would be interested in that. Um, but also like, uh, do you know this chocolate company, Tony's Chocolate Lonely? Yeah, I, I love, there's like two, two tastes that I really love. One, one has pretzels in it and the other one is, yeah, I that's think, my like, favorite one. And the other one is like, uh, I guess salted caramel and something. Sea salt and salted caramel, I think. That, that could be it. And I think that, yeah, pretzel is with toffee too. I love that one that's my favorite and um i don't know if you saw it but a few months ago i did a, i think it was for valentine's day i did a video for them they basically sent me like a tastemaker box 
which was they they did a limited edition. So they they did a partnership with Ben and Jerry's, and Ben and Jerry's had Tony's Chocolate Only ice cream, and Tony's had like Ben and Jerry flavor chocolate bars, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool because I love both of those. And um, <laughs> I reached out. I had reached out to Tony's because I didn't realize how big of a company it was or how many different countries they're involved in. I just thought it was like a. I thought it was actually a smaller German company but they're not actually not German, (laughs) but they, I reached out to them to see like, Hey, you know, I don't know what my growth was at the time, or maybe it was like around a hundred K or something. And I was like, Hey, I love your chocolate. I'd love to make a video for you guys. If you, you know, are interested in that sort of thing. And they said, well, we're not, you know, we're not really at the stage of, you know, paying, uh, like paid partnerships, but we can send you this, you know, whatever influencer tastemaker box thing, which was basically free chocolate. If you make a video eating it or, you know, talking about it. And so and around Valentine's such day, a bitch for chocolate, dude, I am <laughs> like, same with pizza. Like if you offer me a slice, I will literally kill a pony. Like yeah. I will, you will, I will. You will spread the wildest conspiracy <laughs> theories on your, on your, on your social media for anyone who has to offer at least one slice of pizza. I, I I will ruin people's lives for a slice of well-cooked spicy pepperoni pizza. Like I will I will scar people. Um anyway, so they knew this about the chocolate and I made a video uh you know that oh, I did like an unboxing video and I ate some of it and it was just a fun like short thing. And so I thought that was it basically from them. And they, I didn't hear from them for a while. I told them if they want to do a paid partnership, I'm, I'm here. It'd be great, but I don't want to do, you know, too much more for free. And then they wrote me recently after like around the time I was about to cross 200 K, they wrote me and said, um, like, Hey, again, Jordan, you know, we, you know, again, we're not really at the place for completely paid partnerships, but they are having like a big company fair in Amsterdam and they have offered <laughs> this is crazy this company has offered to fly me to Amsterdam to and from Germany are you allowed to talk me, about this <laughs> yeah yeah okay. yeah for sure because the the whole thing is I'm basically getting the opportunity to do this because I'm going to post about it relentlessly that's what they want you know they want the exposure and they're not it's not just me they're doing it for so many people but you're just um, coming to Amsterdam for the weed <laughs> I'm just going there for the weed now let me take a look here I'll get my um get my facts straight here they sent me an official invite um their their thing is in German and it's like hi du bist so eingeladen <laughs> what? you're so invited that um, didn't translate too well <laughs> I don't know if that sounds like what they think it sounds like um, let's see here. <laughs> so, so I'll translate here's like dude you're like so eingeladen <laughs> you're so invited Tony's Chuck Lonely Fair is back. Live event uh, packed with impact talks, uh, a party, and chocolate, uh, offensichtlich, obviously. Um, and we, wir wollen dir einen, we would like you to have an exclusive v- uh, peek into our chocolate and our brand and our mission um, by coming on a trip to Amsterdam. So it'd be in June. It's a two-day 
well, it's two full days and, and like a third day of travel, but like three day, two night trip to Amsterdam. I've never been to Amsterdam. I've never been to the Netherlands. This company whose chocolate that I like is going to, I think it's going to work out, man, because they're, they're, I think it's funny a little bit that they, they don't do paid, paid sponsorships yet. They keep saying the word yet, but they will pay for, um, my flight and hotel to and from Germany for two nights. I mean, maybe they get deals because they're doing this for a lot of influencers that they want to collaborate with, Mm. but they send a video of the fairs, the fair, the last one they had, I guess, was like 2019. Um, this is the first one back since the pandemic, and they have, um, it, it looks humongous, man. It's like a huge company fair. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think it's going to be a lot of good stories, not only for social media, but for the podcast, because then I'll get to, you know, meet some people, maybe do some interviews on the fly, you know. I'm not sure. Like I gotta say, I won't make uh, I, I won't make advertisement in general, but I I won't do unpaid advertisement for this random. Even if I love the chocolate, for this random Dutch chocolate company. <laughs> you won't. You won't do <laughs> random. Uh, or are you saying I shouldn't? And you no no just uh, like also, I think we're not allowed to to do ads and uh, while we're still under the roof of M ninety four point five. No, no, you're misunderstanding. You're misunderstanding. It has nothing do, to do with artsy fartsy immigrants. I'm not gonna. They wouldn't. There is no money from this company that goes into this podcast. It, I'm just saying, if I meet someone interesting at the fair who is another immigrant or something, maybe I could interview them as a like, oh, I met you at this thing. Not meet, not interview someone from the company. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get it. But what when talking about this fair, like I picture it. Like all these huge, I don't know, conventions. Like there just recently been this, this uh, Spotify podcast um, convention in Berlin or something, and they have all these mm-hmm. different uh, panels and they discuss what kind of content works best right now. Is it documentary? Is it like personality podcast, etc. And the same thing with all these different huge like um, halls, um, convention halls, and these panels, people on stages having debates. But it's not about like content but of different um like var- variations of chocolate like what like there's one panel just for the pretzel and toffee um taste dude <laughs> i was so lost for a second because the 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 intro into this into this thing that you were setting up was kind of serious and i thought you were about to say like you know and i'm very skeptical of these kinds of fairs because these companies they don't know you know i thought you were about to go into a whole like a really serious <laughs> serious tangent about how you feel about these kinds of fairs but you were setting up the long joke dude i was <laughs> so taken off by surprise i even made a note dude, yeah, yeah sadly I, we can't see each other because my camera isn't working but you didn't i made a note like okay uh mo skeptical because i thought <laughs> i can branch that into like real talk about that's funny um no but i mean uh i think it's pretty i don't know i don't know what to expect it looks like a huge party i think there's going to be some live bands um but i mean i think that's crazy that they're that that's like i mean nothing signed there's nothing booked you know it might again it might fall through um but they seem really eager to get me out there and i think you know, two days in Amsterdam, that's kind of fun, man. I've never been. Yeah, that's nice, yeah. That's kind of cool. But I, I, have, I have a few questions um, Please. regarding this, this whole thing and the, yeah, like what your social media growth has led you to. Mm-hmm. And especially you having the perspective of a musician 
who knows exactly all the struggles with oh no we can't pay you up front or we can't pay you the full um like the full gauge you 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 wanted but here's here's a, a night at some airbnb or something oh, because right, yeah what i'm what i'm i'm looking a little bit skeptical at times at these kind of influencer marketings but mm -hmm. i would be interested in your perspective because at the end of the day companies got through the last years that they could save a lot of money through influencer marketing um, yeah. because it works pretty well. It's pretty, it's the same with, with host read ads in podcast. It's very personal. You get the right. people exactly where you want them um, and it's easy to produce. So right. it's, it's so much cheaper than like producing fancy, high-class, good-looking um, like TV ads or, or maybe audio ads or whatsoever. Yeah. And don't you feel at times that there should be a lot more coming around for people like you? But I don't know too much about that. Um, that's why I'm interested. Since, um, like, yeah, it's nice and cool, like to get a to get a free flight um, to and a, and a trip to Amsterdam, etc. And I don't want to, I don't want to like no, talk no, you no. out of that or anything. No, no, no. Um, but. When you say you also find it weird that they don't do paid partnerships, being such a huge company, and right. I think like yeah, not, when yeah. when when companies decide, and it doesn't have to be that spe specific company, it could be any company. And I, mm -hmm. as far as I know, you also made experience with other bigger players in certain industries. Um, that like it's it's it sounds weird or unfair that they're like yeah we can't pay you that or that, but here's some more chocolate or a trip or some pizza whatsoever. <laughs> Like the same they do with musicians. Um, right. While I have you a, know, I have a good example. I have a good example you know, of, of the difference. They, they, yeah, they save ahead. a lot of money by getting you to do the advertisement instead of producing like expensive advertisement. Right. So completely valid. And I, I never want you to um, hold back any kind of question like that. Um, very valid point. There's So I, I'll use, there's three things that have reached out to me um, to, to, you know, as you say, use like influencer marketing and they, they all do something a little different. And my feeling about them varies because you're right. There's a lot of scam. There's a lot of like taking advantage. And I definitely approach some of these requests with that, you know, suspect eye uh, as a musician who's, you know, like you said, been thrown into a, some 16 bed hostel with 20 people for whatever reason, you know? Yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. Um, so the the version I like best is um, there is a nonprofit organization in Berlin that reached out to me. They're called Migrapreneur, like migrant entrepreneur, Migrapreneur. Mm -hmm. They reached out to me, very official, very professional, um, you know, great. Um, like the email was obviously from someone who takes their business seriously. They had links. They had great font, you know, great language in there explained what, who they are, what they do. May, it was very clearly not a bot that was like, hi, at Jordan Prince. But, you know, it was like, hi, Jordan, you know, and they mentioned like specific videos they liked. So I knew it was a real person. And in that, in that message, they basically said, you know, we're migrants. We have a nonprofit that helps migrants get better paying jobs in Germany. We love your content. We would not want to change how you do things, but we'd love to make a video with you. Uh, or have you make a video for us and uh, just tell us what your budget would be. So everything was right up front. I got this email when I was in the States. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing because I was like, first off, it's a thing for migrants. So it's something I believe in. 
something that has a story or a purpose. You believe that in I, migrants. Good. I think they exist. And honestly, <laughs> one day I'm going to find them. Okay. <laughs> one day. Um, <laughs> money goes into migrant research. Where are they? We're going to find them one day. No, but uh, it was, it's like, it has, you know, the, the morality of the nonprofit is something yeah. I really stand for. Like it gets them, you know, German courses, it gets them better paying jobs. It gives them like uh, a, a community to work with. It's not anything that I need to do, yeah. but there are so many people in Germany who need that. And I, I think that's great. So um, I was like, cool, I believe in it. And they're, they're asking me what my budget is. And I basically did some research um, kind of did a little bit of math based on my engagement and I gave them, you know, <clears throat> not an extremely high number, but a, 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 the highest number I've given so far. And there was no debate. Just absolutely. That sounds great. You know? So they said, yes, we signed something. They, you know, they were super fair. I already released it. It's the re I'm talking about everything now because it's all done. I put out a video like three, four days ago. Um, uh, from this recording where it was um, short and simple. I, I did my, my bits. I didn't change, you know, I didn't do like a straight, straight to camera, boring ad or something. I did my character. I did a sketch. I made it a little funny. And then at the end it goes, it mentions the name and I have a link or whatever. And so that's one example, right? That's one company reaching out how much, you know, what's your budget? We have this. Would you want to do that? And I, I think that's the best possible, like, package of how to do this new thing that I'm doing of yeah. like influencer marketing. The second one, which is different, is like the Tony's thing, right? Tony's um, sent me something for free. I like their chocolate. I had no problem getting like one free thing. I don't want to, that's something I'm not going to repeat. So mm -hmm. it's a one time of here's your free chocolate. And I was like, cool. Thanks for the free chocolate. Here's a video of me eating it. Thanks. Um, and I wanted to, you know, maybe build a relationship. But I'm also, that's also where I'm drawing the line. You got one. You yeah. Know? Now, since I did that video, my following has almost doubled. So mm -hmm. it's not, that's something I'm, you know, I'm keeping an eye on that as well. Yeah, sure. And then they reached out and said, um, like, we, like, we know you're waiting for a paid partnership. So they're aware that that's something that I want. But they instead offer something that, like you said, they, they're getting something out of it. If I'm do, t doing stories or going live on Instagram or making my, signature videos if i you know if i do a the german character on this trip or whatever i choose to do they're getting the free promo and the free tag but what they're offering they're still offering something that costs money and it's it's only because if they said we're having a fair it's the location if they said we're having a fair in stuttgart <laughs> and we'll pay for your train to stuttgart and you know whatever nothing wrong with stuttgart but or like your ingolstadt or something if we and we're going to have a fair in Ingolstadt and we'll pay for your train and your hotel, I would say no. But if I may get in there for a second. Sure, yeah. Isn't it something where they, um, where a company might take advantage because they know they're, that the, the venue or the location itself is kind of attractive? Because sure. They, they, I mean, they, sure. there might be kind of a similar thing like other other kind of business but i experienced within within sports journalism at yeah. um luckily um only only once on my own but where you have like because the, basically everybody's a freelancer and then you have like media outlets companies um that um offer you a job probably 
this is a, this is a, a, a fictional scenario, but let's say they offer you, hey, we're going to send you to the soccer Champions League final, the biggest game in club soccer in Istanbul, um, because we need a reporter there. But the thing is, we can only pay you half of what you normally get for that kind of job. But hey, look at it. You're going to be at the Champions League final in Istanbul. Isn't that great? Mm. You're going to meet all these great soccer pl players, etc. Right. And this is right. the point where I'm mm -hmm. like, Yes, still, but you need something to do that job. And yeah, like just because like the surrounding is fancier or, or something, that doesn't make any difference for me. You're absolutely right. And that's extremely fair. And, and I've been in positions like that, not as, as um, maybe as high profile as that as a journalist, but, you know, offering a gig, like a small slot, let's say not the Reaper Bond, but something like a major festival that you've heard about your whole life. Let's say that's some festival, some big festival, Glastonbury, something like that. And they offer you a, a daytime cafe slot, like our daytime gig in Brighton or whatever, something like that. Some, some check. <laughs> For everybody who's Brighton. been waiting for it, check. Bingo. There's Brighton, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, imagine they you get offered through whatever agency or whatever you know whatever it says yeah but you're you know yeah it's a daytime you know noon to 12:45 cafe slot and yeah you have to pay for your own travel and yeah we can only give you maybe half for the hotel um but hey you're playing glastonbury and you can put that on your social media you can put it on your festival you can put it on your media kit that you're playing and that you've played and uh you know maybe there would have been a stage uh, who am I saying maybe there would definitely have been a stage in my early musical career where I would have done that yes yeah, sure. you know I would have taken it to say it you know sure um but I don't think and I think for the Istanbul thing that's also totally totally valid that you you know that also feels like something that's very turned downable if there's no um if you're not at a place of confidence or security in being able to say no. Sure. Um, so you're totally right. Of course, this company knows. I mean, they are a Dutch company. It's not insane that they would um, host something in Amsterdam, but um, it's it's definitely um, smart of them to host it in a cool place where a lot of people would want to go hang. Yeah. Um, but it's this it's this little rule in the back of my head of like, okay, well, it's it's something different from them and it's also the only one i'll accept mm -hmm. you know the first thing is like here's free chocolate okay but that's the last last time i'm taking free chocolate yeah this one is hey we'll pay for you to trip uh, a trip here to be a part of this festival um if you make some videos for me it's like okay i'll do that because it's free flights free hotel maybe i'll meet some cool people i'll get you know drunk a little bit have some free time in amsterdam um but i'm never going to do it again you know, if they say, oh, but next year we're going to go to, uh, I don't know, Paris. I'm not going to go because that's the one, and that's like my one and done. Migrapreneur, if they come back and immediately say, we'd love to have 10 more videos, what would your budget be? I'll do 50 videos for them because they're clean and clear and under control. Yeah, and, you know and, I, mean? and, uh, and it would make a difference. Of course, you also, you also uh, love uh, chocolate. Who doesn't? But the other thing... <laughs> Is, isn't as, you, as far as you described it a non-profit organization that supports a cause that you as you said believe in um, right so I think that would would make a difference but regarding the other True. thing I also think there there might be um, 
And I don't want to be too 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 judgy because I just thought through it because the scenario was said judgy make Judgerson. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It would also be a nice episode title, by the way. Um, <laughs> keeping up with judgy make Judgerson. Um, um, because I just I just thought about it as as uh, after I said it because this Istanbul scenario has been completely fictional. But it also would be a conflict for me at first because at first, like, the offer sounds cool, like, the whole surrounding, etc. It's easy to, to get people there and, um, yeah, like, like, like most people. But I could imagine, is there, would there be a difference for you, like, with, with that Amsterdam thing, whether they, they say, okay, it would be nice if you come, we pay for your, for your uh, flights, for your hotel stays, whatever, and it would be nice if you create some content or if they go yeah we pay you for we pay for the flight we pay for the for the hotel but here's a list of what we want you to do would that make a difference mm. for you like if they had a a list of things they wanted me to film or make a video about yeah or if 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 they just like like hand you a kind of kind of um program or list of of content that you have to create oh that would be a big no that okay. would be a very very big no um i will tell you they sent me um like the itinerary of the of the day like so mm -hmm. day one uh, this 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 page is in english day one um there's like up there's you know at these kinds of things there's always like someone who's upper in the upper echelons of the company doing some sort of talk so there's like some talks or whatever uh then you let's see we'll dive into this is interesting we will dive into the nitty-gritty and expose some bitter truths behind the chocolate industry and you'll learn how we Uh, make 100% slave-free chocolate. So I guess they'll go into like, you know, the morals and what they, how they do it and everything. Um, then there's a dinner. This is, maybe you can help me figure this out. This I don't understand at all. It says, cruising down to dinner. We don't want to give too much away, but let's just say. It's all chocolate. <laughs> it's all chocolate. And it's all weed chocolate. <laughs> This is, maybe you help me understand this. Um, we don't want to give too much away, but let's just say when, it, when in Amsterdam, the joy is in the journey. We're designing a dinner. You'll always want to, capital R-E-M, you'll want to remember, hint, hint. So the word remember, but the first three letters are all caps. And then there's a dash, like R-E-M dash ember. You'll always want to rem, R-E-M member, hint, hint. And dude, I googled Amsterdam REM, REM Amsterdam, like I Tony's REM. What is like, like what I, is a dinner? What does that mean? I just did a quick Google while you said that REM Amsterdam, and immediately There's a restaurant, right? Immediately it shows me rooftop bar and restaurant. Yeah, maybe that's what they mean, but that sounds so um, not sketchy, but it oh, sounds but, so but, like oh oh oh. But have you have you? clicked on the website i can put the link in no uh, it looks of the rem place yeah it looks pretty fancy so probably they they mean that we're not sponsored by rem restaurant okay. in amsterdam <laughs> this full disclosure <laughs> no, no. Oh, this is what this okay. looks pretty fancy okay do you see that picture that's so like, funny since we're an audio podcast up now it looks like we can describe it a bit here it's in the harbor and it's on poles it <clears> looks a little bit like a like a um oil thing how do you call those uh oh like an oil rig yeah. oh yeah yeah oh wow now it's pulled up okay the homepage is wild 
You you rather that's describe a, it what a, it looks like? It's like a beautiful sunset image on the water of like if you if you go down to Louisiana, you'll see these houses built like ten meters off the water to protect from flooding, mm-hmm. and it's like a huge, like he said, oil rig meets boathouse. That's like. I don't know what that's like 10 or 15 meters off the water with these big steel structure poles. And then you have like a boathouse with like three stacked, like asymmetrical layers of red and wood and heat lamp lights and a rooftop thing with Christmas lights. That looks nuts. Whoa. Restaurant bar rooftop. The most, it says Amsterdam's most beautiful terrace. looks really fancy. A lot of chefs with white coat and arm tattoos. Yeah, that must be what they mean. Okay, that's way less terrifying. I thought it was something. <laughs> I had no idea. They, I, I would be very interested in what you thought they meant. At least I mean, they didn't write remember, like with an I. <laughs> I have a feeling that this company or the people that organize it are pretty, pretty vanilla, just in general. So I don't know. I guess I kind of... Th- I th- maybe I don't know. I I thought they were gonna I don't know, not drug us, but <laughs> I don't know what I thought. Okay, that makes way more sense. Okay, so it's not really a hint. They're just saying like we're gonna have a nice dinner at REM. All right, just about, just to finish that previous thought. So basically, yeah. um, th- there's like three. The three categories are the companies like Micropreneur, which pay the money and they mean something good, and I will do as much as they want. Then there's companies like Tony's who um, offer things in steps. And I will, if I like the company, I like their chocolate. And I like the, you know, if, if their whole thing is built around slave-free chocolate, because apparently, which I didn't know, a lot of chocolate is made with slaves, then I will support that. But I will do each step just one time. Here's your free chocolate. Okay, but I'm not going to do that anymore. Here's your trip to Amsterdam in a hotel. Cool, thank you. That's great. I'd love to see Amsterdam. I, I like the company so far. Everything's been cool, but I'll just do that one time. Mm-hmm. And then if that's it, that's it. You know, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to fight for them because now I have a lot of things coming in elsewhere. And the third and final like category is just like the overall turnoff. Like Tony's for me is not a turnoff, but I, all all the points you made are very valid and it's very good to keep that, that calm third party suspicion in the back of my head about like, you know, is this worth it? Are they taking advantage? All that's really totally fair. The third one is where I have that feeling the most. And that is I was reached out um, to, I was reached out to by the Berlin Music Video Awards. Do you know this um, event, this award show? No. Uh, I didn't, I mean, I've submitted music videos to them before. Um, back, I think back when I had like the music video for Woman had just come out and then I had the music video for something else that I was super proud of. Cause there's, there's like uh, three or four music videos that I'm really, really happy with, uh, or it may be more, but anyway, Go I watch Jordan Prince music videos. It's absolutely worth it. Yeah. If you're, if you're joining today's podcast from the, from the, um, comedy videos, um, go out, check out my YouTube. If you're, if you want to check out the music, there's some fun, uh, music videos. Anyway, um, so I was reached out to by them and they said, hi there. I'm, I'm going to guess this name is Kalisa, but it's spelled like Chelisa. I'm Kalisa from the Berlin Music Video Awards. We love your content, which again, vague, you know, this is copy and paste. Mm. We love your content. Wanted to invite you to our international networking event. 
first off, international networking event, very big turnoff words for me. <laughs> yeah, um, everything sounds wrong how, already. Yeah. So far, it's a copy and paste message. It's nothing's like, hey, Jordan, I'm Kalisa. I love your character when he's buying the water, whatever, you know. Yeah. Which Just shows a, that they, they watched it, at least something. Yeah. A little effort goes a long way. Uh, you know, when I used to do um, a million copy and paste emails to uh, record labels, I always um, double checked that I specifically mentioned either the name of someone who works at the label, like an owner's name or just someone who's on their website yeah. and maybe and maybe one or two bands like, oh, I sound kind of like your artists X and Y. So that way they knew that, yes, in general, I'm reaching out to a lot of labels, but I didn't just copy literally copy and paste without like hi label <laughs> i am artist yeah anyway they said uh like this year we have we're gonna have so many high profile guests and media and cool gigs we'd love for you to join and i said uh hi thanks for writing me do you have any more information about this and they said uh so the berlin music video awards is the biggest music video festival in europe that celebrates talents and originality while connecting creatives and blah, 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 blah. Uh, we're inviting you to the 11th edition of the award show. So it's only been around 11 years. Um, it'll take place between the 14th and the 17th of June. And so all they're offering is free admission. Like they say like, oh, we're going to offer you the opportunity to network. Da, da, da. You're going to meet special guests. There's live music, free drinks, apparently, um, which is almost worth it. <laughs> I, I would drink that company into the ground <laughs> but uh basically free admission so i i would have to you know i have to cover my cost to berlin i have to cover my housing wherever i stay if i stay with a friend it's free but if i stay at a hotel nearby or something it's a three-day festival i don't know anything about it i've only submitted to it because it was like a music video awards you know i submitted to like all kinds of things um but that for me is kind of a turnoff um because it's not really like specifically i don't know and maybe i'm asking too much for it to be catered to me but if if they want me to go to make videos of my experience or whatever the same way that tony's does maybe they could say we'll put you up we will cover your travel because then, you know, maybe an award show would be kind of fun. Free drinks, cool. Maybe I'll buy some new clothes, dress really nice, have a whole experience there. But they're really just saying, come to Berlin, cover all the costs yourself, and you'll get a, a bracelet. And what did you want? Let's, they just wanted me to, let me see if, I, if it really specifies. We would like you to share this crazy experience with your followers, tagging us in the stories slash posts, and thus expanding the audience for both. Yeah, I mean, they're but, expanding but, my audience. I don't think so. Mm, I don't know. I think so. I've never heard of it. Actually, like I just checked the website and the the nominees like look legit <laughs> for, yeah. for for the awards. Like there's is like basically it's not the artists, it's the people obviously that made the videos and there's like videos of Ed Sheeran, um <coughs> Kendrick Lamar, Muse, The Weeknd, etc., etc., um Harry Styles whatsoever, but with the with the thing she how did she reach out to you uh instagram ah, because the, as far as i see it she could have just sent you an invitation like via like email or post or whatever <laughs> mm -hmm. because they have nothing to offer really 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like just about everybody reaches out on Instagram DMs. Um, like yeah, Tony's also Tony's conversations have always been mm-hmm. um, just DMs on Instagram. But um, yeah, that's you know, like just to sort of round all that together. That's that's the three categories for me like this berlin thing it seems like a lot of effort not a lot of motivation to go do it like they're just saying hey you seem to have a, you're you're some guy with followers show up here and take pictures for us please no. you know it's not like it's not exciting for me and I, I if if they even had just written my name in there or something maybe i'd feel like a little more I know it's I'm just like very princessy of me to complain, but I just it's it's of the three categories that's the kind where I'm like ugh, because Migrapreneur wrote me, they they I went and found their accounts and stuff of these people they fo- they follow they all follow me the co- yeah. co- co-owner the company page, I see them liking posts that have nothing to do with them. You see their interests, so they're interested. They like what yeah. I do, and they they're really nice, uh, really nice girls that I've met, and they're really really cool. So. Yeah, and I mean, then Tony's the same. Tony's has only been messaging, but the dude Philip, who I uh, talk with the most, I think it's him who writes me the most, um, is very friendly and always responds as quickly as possible. They, you know, for this, I'm I'm gonna look for my own flights. They're gonna I'm gonna invoice them for the travel cost, and you know, t- you know, two days in Amsterdam on my own, just sort of like meeting people, having drinks, eating chocolate. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, and I also, yeah, I also get what the, the, the music video awards are doing, like basically reaching out to as many people with followers as they can to probably get them there and... Um, to build yeah. the hype. And grow yeah. the hype. And that's that's also fine. But that's to- totally fine. If they, but if, just, if they just added a little, you know, that's the thing is like, they're going to send that out to, I don't know, no. a thousand people with X amount of followers and probably like 200 or even just 100 people with a lot of followers go for a free pass that's going to get them you know a a chunk of exposure that they didn't have but i just you know without travel cost Mm. or you know without a a specific plan in mind like just just come and take photos you know it's just not our videos whatever it's just not and that's exactly also i do comedy i do satire i make fun of germans it's not I'm, i'm not like a fashion designer influencer i'm not a you know, I don't have a product. Yeah. I'm just a, a silly goose, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense, I think. Um, yeah. So I, I completely get that. And I wouldn't do it as well if if I was in your position. And generally, because I was the, the, the pretty skeptical one, This I just want to say, like, I don't also don't want to make um, any allegation towards any companies at all. I just think, especially in a situation like you are, and most influencers, you said, rather, are, it's like this kind of David versus Goliath scenario. On the one hand, it's you, a one-man business. Um, on, on the other hand, you have these huge, huge companies. And so I mm-hmm. think it just is healthy to, like you said, have this little third-party skeptical voice in your head or being told by someone else to just reflect, mm-hmm. like, am I being treated fair, especially regarding right. like the, the difference of, or like the gap of, of power and money and whatsoever lies between me, the little silly goose, as you said, and this huge company mm-hmm. on the other side. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's as as we said, like um, maybe it's good that we happily invite Judgy McJudgerson to sit down <laughs> next to us and protect this could be, us this could from be a the character bullshit. For me, Judgy McJudson. Yeah, <laughs> 
Guys, make way for Judgy McJudgerson over here <laughs> <laughs> with his Kagen Humo. <laughs> with his Kagen Humo. Um, maybe, maybe to 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 go full circle to get back to your um, the like the character you create on social media that brought this boom. Mm-hmm. I was more interested in a character you only played once, I think, in one reel, like this German guy uh, Johannes meets the Southerner. Um, oh yeah, well, I'm I'm always playing Johannes. I just uh, I didn't have him address himself in any other. Videos. No, but I mean the Southerner. Oh, the Southerner. Because oh, sorry. you you as well as me, we both come from a respective region in our um, different countries with a very mm-hmm. thick accent or slang or partly own language whatsoever and right you and me both kind of laid that off when we moved away and i want to know because i never experienced that how close is that southerner character to the actual southerner jordan that may still be within you oh man oh, the, to me no 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 not, and not, i mean, not I, mean I just mean the language <laughs> uh, oh i see i see just the way he talks yeah okay um I mean, not that heavy, because I think uh, with both the Johannes character and the Southerner character, uh, it's good to have, like, really specific people in mind. So you're basically emulating, like, one or two real people. Yeah, so. Um, and with, so Johannes, I have, like, you know, the stuff that he thinks, the, the judgments he's making are based on one specific person, and the accent, the way that I'm talking is based on someone else, mm-hmm. and I try to combine them. And then with the Southerner, that just came so quick because I was in my parents' house. I was in the States and I looked down at the, I needed to make a video. I knew I wanted to do something with this German guy. I didn't know what to do yet. And I don't know if, I don't know if someone mentioned it or if it just came out organically about like, oh, what about if he were to meet someone like from here? Cause I was in Tennessee at the time. And I was like, hmm. And then I looked at my dad's stuff, like right at the door where you leave, there's like shoes and jackets. And then he had a camouflage hat and camouflage gloves and i thought oh man what if he were to meet someone like my uncle kenny you know and and then you know uncle kenny is a little like that but also it's everything is so you know hyper hyper emphasized yeah sure um and it's always funny to to get you know go as big as you can but like just this standoffish thing of like um, you know, when Johannes is like, and who are you? And he's like, you're worse, you're worse now, Mary, buddy. Who's asking? <laughs> you know, I can totally Who's imagine. That, that killed me already. <laughs> Who's asking? <laughs> I think, I mean, that's not so far-fetched. I think for like a, you know, a tough, gristled sort of like blue-collar worker at, at this local like biscuit joint, you know, with some, if some, someone like, you know, kind of, as they would call him, like kind of fruity and like, light German, like, so hello, Johannes, nice to <laughs> yeah. meet you all. You know, imagine someone like that. I can I can see a Kenny type at one of these dark bars being like, doing the whole, like, who's asking? Why? Who, who's, man, you got a lot of questions, don't you? <laughs> you know? I, uh, I actually, I want to bring someone similar. Uh, maybe I'll just bring him back, but I have a different outfit. I didn't, I, I couldn't take the camouflage hat and gloves with me back to Germany, but I did get um i'm gonna save the surprise for when the video comes out when i have a good idea because i have i bought kind of a costume to bring the southerner back um because i think there, like you said i think there's a lot of potential there to explore more things that he would feel or say or do in germany or just in a conversation with uh, johannes but um i bought something that i can wear 
to be the Southerner. Maybe I just have to put it on and then look in the mirror and see what comes out of my mouth. <laughs> because if I imagine the conversation, I'm, I'm right now I haven't made anything because I, I keep overthinking it probably. And my best videos, my favorite videos that I've ever done are the ones where I, I had like just the smallest kernel a water drop of an idea and then just had very limited time. Yeah. And I was like, I got to do it now. I'll do something about uh, Germans, you know, whatever, getting into a car. And then somehow it just kind of, like the pressure makes makes the diamond kind of. That's, that's been my favorite videos is the stuff I, I really have no time <laughs> and I have to do it now and, you know. What I found but, funny under, yeah. that, under that video, I've read uh, a comment or a few by women that wrote like, yeah, I feel this strange attraction to the Southerner guy. What? <laughs> I didn't see those, really? That's funny, man. I gotta search for that again, but it was like the first comment that that like was was sticking with me, like, yeah, somehow, and I'm feeling awkward, but I got this weird attraction to that guy. <laughs> but for anyone oh, who, 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 as well as me, enjoyed you um, like speaking in that sort of action or accent or doing this kind of role play with uh, American characters, go back, I don't know if it's a year or two already, to your 4th of July special with two great oh characters. Oh my on God. <laughs> Those are, now that is crazy. That, that's, <laughs> very, that's super, super over the top. My dad actually got a little offended by that because oh, he, no. likes to, he likes to think that he's uh, got a good sense of humor, but he, he can be pretty thin-skinned. And he thought, or he expressed that he felt that I was really mocking the entire South and making the whole South look dumb or whatever. But even my mom was like, Joel, he's and you're playing like, a goofy I'm character. successful by just making fun of whole of Germany. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me just mock a couple of guys. You know, I'm just making... It's so innocent. The guy was like, what is... I forgot what the dude's name was like. I don't know. It was like Earl and Squeak. or like It was like Squirt and Cheese or some sort <laughs> of like terrible nickname. I'm Earl Nets cheese or i don't know something like that but um yeah i was i you know i was looking through the the numbers recently trying to figure out like what what was sticking i was really surprised i did one uh like three or four videos after the southerner one where a german explores um I, the title is german explores usa suburb and dude i didn't expect that one that one's almost at three million like that, for me that was a complete throwaway like that is by far not even my favorite video I, i put the least effort into that one so you never know you know yeah, it's sure. really insane and there's, there's a few here like i don't know it's and also it's been a little tricky coming back to germany and think oh yeah or like german meets someone from the usa and it's just me as a german talking to nobody off camera and just answering questions you know um that one did so well I did two more parts for it, but I, I really didn't expect it. It's just making fun of how loud Americans are <laughs> and how a lot of people I've heard, I've seen it in real life where someone's German. I introduced them to an American person who's maybe older and all they talk about is the war. All they talk about is, is like, oh, was your grandfather a Nazi? Oh, so they were in the war or they weren't in the war or they did they want to be a part of the war? And so I just mocked that kind of stereotype too, but somehow that worked. Um, dude, I, I have, I would, there's so many millions of things I'd love to talk to you, but I think we have to wrap it up here. Um, I'm, I think we got just about an hour in, which is amazing. Um, which is amazing. I would and say, yeah, I would say time. just here at the end. Yes. There's still so much more. Um, we will, 
I, I would say most likely, but every time I say most likely, something falls through. I say we most likely have a guest next week, so if you can find the time to be back on, that'd be great to have you. Um, uh, we will either have, this is like a little teaser, we will either have um, the CEO and co-founder of Migrapreneur, not as an ad, but as an interviewing a migrant because she's really interesting. I think, I have to look again, I think she's from Venezuela. She founded this company. She's uh, learned German. She's, you know, she's been on the dating scene. She's working with a lot of creative people. She's working in tech. So it could be a really fun chance to just um, get to know someone who's, you know, uh, an, another migrant. Uh, I never know if I should say immigrant or migrant. I don't really know the difference between those two words, except for the fact that they just share most of the same word. <laughs> um, I have no idea. And then another one is uh, <clears throat> an Austrian, no, sorry, an Australian comedian. It's basically the Australian, Austrian version of exactly kind of what I'm doing as American in Germany. So he's an Australian guy who lives in Austria. And he makes But isn't sketches. he from New Zealand? Oh, he's Kiwi, right? So it's New Zealand. Isn't that right? Yeah. Kiwi is New Zealand, Kiwi's right? Kiwi is New Zealand. Pretty sure. Yeah, he's Austrian Kiwi. That's his channel. You probably saw it before. Yeah, I I, I, I love him. Yeah, Kiwi Kiwis are the birds uh, and they live in New Zealand. Okay. Okay, I'm glad we figured that out before I had him on the show. <laughs> um, we've been in contact he reached out um, maybe a month ago, just reached out, nice guy, just saying, hey, I noticed your channel's growing. I like your stuff. We started chatting. Um, I'm, I got his number, and uh, I've already invited him on, Austrian Kiwi. His name is Jonathan, and he's very nice. We're going to get him on, so that might be next week's. Uh, he, one of them has to kind of confirm the date, but um, should be pretty cool, man. we got some good stuff coming up. That sounds awesome, and I also love the guy's content. Yeah, fun. yeah. If you if you like if you're here because you like what I do, you might have already seen his stuff because he's he's also he's doing really well. Um, Austrian Kiwi, so go check him out. Um, all right, buddy, let's wrap this up here. And thank you so much, everybody, for uh, listening. And as usual, if you like it, please like, share, subscribe. We have uh, Instagram channel. Everything's in the description and the show notes. Um, it really helps us out a lot. So if you enjoyed it, please share and subscribe. And thank you so much. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Look out, baby. The saints are coming through. And it's all over now, baby blue. Artsy Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Badscheider, produziert für M94.5.